Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Woven in Truth podcast. We're so happy you're joining us, and I'm also very happy that one of my best friends, Morgan Roberts, is here and joining us today. Morgan, thanks for coming. Yeah, thanks for having me. Well, uh, for our listeners out there, me and Morgan used to be roommates way back in the day, and we had so much fun together. We also look a lot alike. (laughs) Yes. So there was different times people would have whole conversations with me, and I'd be like, wait, do you think I'm Morgan? And they'd be like, you're not Morgan? Yes. Um, But that's an honor, because Morgan, you're beautiful. So thanks for being here. Um, And I'm excited that you're going to be talking to us, you know, a little bit about stress management is what Mm -hmm. it seems like. So um, why is this a topic that you're uh, passionate about right now? So I would say um, over... Oh gosh, the last eight months, um, I just took a job um, in corporate event planning. Um, and in the last year and month, I had a daughter. And so I think between the two, trying to manage how to be a mom and a wife and an employee um, and, and really everything in between, um, I realized that slowly but surely my, my stress level was creeping up on me and eventually just like took over. And so so something over the last month that I've really tried to just to study out and, and figure out um, how I could manage it in a more godly way. Mm-hmm. No, that sounds amazing. And I think anybody in any life stage can relate to this, mm-hmm. um, especially just in our day and age. I think mm-hmm. we're all so busy and preoccupied and we have things that are important. Yeah. And our, you know, valid responsibilities or different things that are on our plates. But how can we do that and, you know, take care of those things, but in a way that honors God, but also doesn't (laughs) drive us crazy. So I'm really excited to hear what you have to share with us. So please take it away. Awesome. Uh, Well, you know, thank you again for having me. I'm really excited. Um, And so I I actually titled this um, short series called um, She Will Not Fall. And that is um, based on the scripture um, that I'll, I'll read the entire thing um, a little bit later, but uh, I I really, when I was thinking about this podcast and thinking about what I would want um, really anyone that's in a job or lives with roommates and really any stage of life that you can live a peaceful life in the midst of stressful circumstances. Uh, And I think sometimes we, it's hard to see the light at the end of the tunnel when there's so much, um, you know, so many things pulling at us. And I, and I mentioned a few of why I get stressed out, but I did just want to start by just defining what stress, what stress is, uh, because I think sometimes we can throw words around and not actually know what they mean. And so when I started doing my own study and I was like, okay, what is stress actually when, when it comes down to it? Uh, and the dictionary defines it as intense, excessive and persistent worry and fear about everyday situations. Mm. And I was like, oh, that, that sums up, um, you know, everything that I feel and, and really what I would, um, would say is what I have been feeling over the last few months. Um, and like I mentioned, so I had a daughter about a year, a little bit over a year ago and stepped into a new job. And you know, when you step into something new and everything's really exciting, you're like, oh, I wanted to be a mom my whole life. This is really mm-hmm. exciting. Mm-hmm. Oh, I wanted this job. And I stepped into that, was really excited. Um, and everything was new. And then about eight months into it, I was like, wow, I'm, everything's starting to build up and that, that newness was really wearing away. And so what I really wanted to share with you guys is a few reasons why I get stressed out and you might not be in the same life circumstance that I am, but the, it really can apply to, to anything that's going on in your life. But for me, um, 
it, it's my schedule. My daughter gets up at about 6 a.m., um, which means me or my husband gets up with her. And uh, then I'm out of the house by 8 a.m. I work in Mission Valley, and so I work from about 8.30 to 5. Um, it takes me about 45 minutes to get home. I get home by 5.45, and then I get to make dinner. And that usually takes me about an hour by the time we feed the family and then bathe my daughter, get her to bed by 7.30, and then I put the wife hat on, and then I'm a wife for the next three hours. And I, then I try to get a good amount of sleep. So by the time, you know, 10, 10.30 rolls around, I'm like, wow, like, where did my day go? Right, right. Um, and, and I had just given to so many places. And when I walk in the door at work, people need things from me, and they're wanting things from me, and my daughter's wanting things from me, and my husband's wanting things from me. And I think in my heart, I really do want to give, but what I realized is that over time, this as the stress was building, I was wanting to pull in more, mm -hmm. and I was wanting to take care of myself. Right. And um, and today I brought my ember mug, and just in case you don't know what an ember mug is, it's this really cool mug that has an app, and it keeps your coffee the exact same temperature the whole time you're drinking it. I love my coffee at approximately 129 degrees. <laughs> Uh, and I sound really bougie, but I'm really not. It was a gift. Uh, but I wanted to bring it today because I think this describes how I feel as a mom sometimes. So when I would make myself coffee in the morning, that's like my that's like my most special time is when I can get a cup of coffee. It's super hot. I can sit on the couch. I can grab my Bible and I can start reading and reflecting and thinking about my life. And I then all of a sudden my baby starts crying and then I remember I have to get dinner ready and then I have to remember I need to pack lunches and so then all of a sudden I'm running around and my coffee gets cold right so then when I go back to my coffee it's not enjoyable and it's not exciting and I think that's how I've been feeling about my life right now is that I'm taking care of everyone else that by the time I get back to myself it's cold and it's not yes. exciting and it's not enjoyable and it's not who I want to be and so mm -hmm. I want to use this ember mug as an example because when we're plugged into God and when we're recharged by him on a daily basis he does he can keep my coffee warm all day and at the perfect temperature but mm -hmm. when I try to do it on my own um it gets cold and and not exciting and mm -hmm. so I brought it to sip my coffee while we're having this podcast so that you can love really it. experience it with me I love it um and so and and a piece of that is when I'm stressed out I lose sight of my my physical <laughs> self I don't work out um I I eat whatever is in sight and whatever is going to fill me up the fastest um and it and it's not just emotional and psychological it really starts to affect my physical body uh, which which isn't healthy for me. Um, so, and I think that one of the other bigger parts is it starts to affect the people around me. Mm -hmm. It affects my family, it affects my friends, it affects my daughter. Um, and that really isn't what I want my life to be. Right. And I think the saddest part that I've, not even the saddest, but I think the most shocking part I've learned about myself in the last month is that I think I started to use being stressed out as being successful. Hmm. The more busy I am, the more I'm doing, which means the better I am or the more God is proud of me right. or my family is proud of me or people around me are proud of me. But what I'm really slowly learning is that it's just a really deep source of pride. Right. Um, and that's just a scary place to be. Mm -hmm. So wanted to share just a little bit about where I'm at so that whoever is listening <laughs> knows that you're not alone in, in whatever your circumstances are. Um, and, and just how I've gotten out of, not even gotten out of this, I would say 
of course, you know, I feel like this always happens. I, I knew I was recording this podcast this morning and this was, pr- I probably had probably one of those like most stressful weeks of my work thus far. Right. And I just had to like laugh at myself because I was like, wow, like perfect timing to put into practice yeah. what I'm going to be talking about <laughs> yep. on Saturday. So um, this section, I just really wanted to title his will, her move. And the idea that what God's will is and what my move is going to be after that. And, and I wanted to share with you what I've learned that God's will is for me right now in my life. And a few of those are to live in peace based on the scripture, Hebrews 12, verse 14, um, which is says to live in peace with one another, to love one another, John 15, verse 12, um, care for the widowed and the orphans, James 1, 27, share my relationship with Jesus, with my coworkers and my friends in Mark 16, 15. Um, and that one to says to go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation. And when I look at those as God's will for me, I realize that when I am stressed out, it takes me away from all of those purposes. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden I'm thinking about myself and thinking about all the things that need to get done and thinking about what I'm going to make for dinner and my daughter and which are all good things. And those are all important things. But when I look at what God says, his will is for me, I'm like, okay, like there's something that's not matching up right. um, necessarily. And so if I know that that's his will for me, then what's my move going to be? And, and if I can, if you walk away with one thing, I would say that you have the choice to live a stressful life or to not live a stressful life. And that doesn't mean that your circumstances won't be challenging, but it's how I have had to choose to respond to my circumstances. Um, And that is really, peace is really, really hard to, to grasp and to have on a consistent basis. I feel like the moment I'm like, oh my gosh, like I feel at peace. It's like the next moment I get a text message or a phone call or something exactly. that's like, oh my gosh, like I just had it. Like, where did it go? Like I'm mm-hmm. grasping for it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I really am trying to find a way to have them be less mountainous and valley-esque, but more of a, a rolling hills um, mm-hmm. of managing, you know, my stress and, and being at peace. Uh, and, and I, I think with that choice, understanding that I have the access to the stress antidote with is which is Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and back to my ember mug example, like I have somewhere that I can plug into and charge up every morning to be able to give me the warmth and give me the strength that I need to, to go throughout my day. Like it would be crazy of me to think that I am not going to encounter some sort of stressful circumstance throughout the day, whether family or work or someone on the road. Like I never thought I had road rage, but when I'm stressed out, I get so angry when someone cuts me off. It's true. Yeah. Or even when my daughter is crying, like my patience when I'm plugged into Jesus in comparison to my patience when I'm not is night and day. Mm-hmm. Um, and something that's been really helpful is understanding that peace means means wholeness. And I, on my own, am not, I can't reach wholeness because I'm broken and only God can provide that wholeness. So right. it would be really prideful of me and very self-reliant of me to think that I can make my day peaceful and I can take enough self-care. I just started listening to somebody who was talking about how self-care can actually be 
selfish sometimes because it's like, look, I can take care of myself instead of plugging into God who will be able to care for my needs. And yeah, getting spa and getting manicure, all the, like, I'm not, I'm still going to do those things, but you know, Mm -hmm. like really trying to plug into the right source. Right. Um, and, and probably my most favorite verse when it comes to making a choice to be at peace is in Isaiah 23, 26, verse three, Isaiah 26, verse three. And it says, you will keep in perfect peace. Those whose minds are steadfast because they trust in you. Mm-hmm. And for me, I realize that I get the most stressed out when I don't trust that God has a better plan and that he really um, is in control of my day in every circumstance, even my work. I think that's the one thing I'm like, it's task oriented and I can do this mm-hmm. when those are the moments that I can even more so rely on him. Mm-hmm. Um, and lastly, I, I realized like if I'm stressed out, I can't do the things that God has willed for me. Um, I'm so focused on myself and my life. I can't reach out to people. I can't love people. I can't care for other people. Um, and when I think about my work life, if I'm getting to, you know, share an office with someone, I've gotten to share my office with, uh, this girl, Stacy, and I'm going to share this podcast with her because it has been life changing being in the same office with her because we've shared some of life's ups and downs just by being in the same office, Mm -hmm. sharing our stress management, sharing the moments where we're going to stop and, and share some of the practicals that I, um, I'll get to in just a moment. Um, but if I would have been so caught up in myself, we would have never built a friendship. Right. Uh, so I think it's, it's a, um, a moment to really do what God's will is for me by plugging in to him mm-hmm. um, and choosing to be at peace. Right. So want to share just a couple of practicals. And this really did stem from, from a super crazy week at work. Uh, the girl Stacy I was talking about, I was like, okay, I need to come up with some practicals with God. Like I'm going to go home and I'm going to write something because this is just nuts. Like I, I can't, I cannot keep going on like this. And so that morning I I sat down and I was like, okay, God, what am I going to do when I start to feel my heart racing? When I don't know about you guys, when I get stressed out, like my fingers will tingle sometimes because Mm -hmm. it's just like, it's the flight or fright mode. Like my Mm -hmm. body is just pumping adrenaline. And like, if I don't catch it soon enough, I will be in a completely different mind space. Uh, so this is what I came up with and I hope it's helpful to everyone who's listening. Um, so first is having daily time with God. And I feel like that's a, a given, right? To right. spend time with God. But if, especially in my life circumstances, that is a time that I have to protect and I have to fight for. Mm-hmm. And that even means asking my husband to watch our daughter for 30 minutes in the morning right. so that I can have some quiet time by myself. Or it's plugging in and listening to podcasts or listening to sermons on my way to work. Just really like um, uh, inundating myself with the gospel right. and really like just submerging myself in that, knowing that I'm going to walk into the world and 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 get beaten up throughout the day and, and you know, really wanting to charge myself up enough to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and what, and one thing that has been helpful is I'll write down everything that's on my mind so that I can have clear thoughts. Mm-hmm. And it's actually pretty funny to go back and read like what was on my mind in that moment. It was like, okay, like 
Ashley's birthday party. Okay, Capri's birthday party. Okay, I need to take trash out. And it was like all over the place. But I looked at it and I was like, oh my gosh, like I, my mind is so scattered in the morning right. when I wake up. I'm thinking about a bajillion things. So mm-hmm. when I write it all down, it's really helpful then to have some clear thoughts to connect with God. Mm, that's good. So the second one is um, I will at work, this is more so at work, but when I start to feel my heart start pounding and I really feel that stress setting in, I'll stop and acknowledge that five minutes won't kill me, which that was really hard for me to like admit that I needed to like stop, um, stop and then pray and ask the Holy Spirit for peace because mm-hmm. it's one of the fruits of the Holy Spirit and know oh, that yeah. if I ask the Holy Spirit for it, God's not going to keep peace from me, right. but I have to be able to stop and ask for it. And then the next one is to recite the scripture, which this was titled from, which is Psalm 46, verse five. And it says, God is within her. She will not fall. God will help her at the break of day. And if I recite the scripture, it just reminds me that God is within me. I won't fall and he will help me. I don't have to help myself and I don't have to fight for myself. And then the last thing was to remember that God is in control and is bigger than this moment and this circumstance. It might feel like this is the biggest thing that has happened all day, but God is still in control of whatever has happened or whatever has come up. And that those, you know, I think there are four or five things in there have really helped me. And I feel like I am now in control of my stress and I can make the choice whether I'm going to give into it or whether I'm going to handle it in a godly way. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I guess the last thing I would share with you is that I've really found freedom um, that has, I, I really found freedom by not giving over to my stress and giving stress the power in my life, but mm-hmm. really giving that power back to God. Mm-hmm. No, I love that. I think that's really amazing. I think I really appreciate everything you shared. Um, one thing you mentioned that I've been kind of ruminating on a little bit is how sometimes self-care, although it's important, it we can't rely on that mm-hmm. as opposed to really plugging into God. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wanted to see if you could talk a little bit more about that because I feel like we're in an age where that's that message is preached a lot mm-hmm. of take care of yourself, you know, put boundaries in your life, protect yourself a little bit. Yeah. Um, and like you said, some of that can be good. Mm-hmm. But I think when we make that the solution, we end up in the same spot again. So I didn't know if you yeah. could expand on that a little bit for yeah. our listeners. Yeah, I would love to. And this is actually something I'm listening to a sermon series on it right now titled Self-Care and um, you know, I'm a couple, I'm a, about a sermon and a half into it. And I think what I have learned and what I'm reflecting on a lot is that when I actually protect myself, I get into a darker place than where I started right. because I'm focusing on my feelings and right. myself and my family. And it's all about me. And I think throughout the Bible, it's just so clear that that's not how Jesus operated. Like he cared about his family of believers and he took care of them and he protected them. But never did he say, okay, like, don't, don't go hang out with them or those people that you don't know, because, you know, you need to, you need to, um, you know, I don't know, go take care of yourself, which I think he did in certain places of, of prayer. But again, right. the moments where he is telling them to take self-care, it's, hey, take self-care and plug into God exactly, rather than take self-care and go plug more into yourself. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I think it's for me, at least when, when I look at my week and I look at our family's calendar and all I see is 
family time, family time, family time, family time. Again, not bad, but where are we really reaching out? Where are we taking mm-hmm. care of people? Where are we doing the things that God is very clear about right. in the Bible? Right. And I, I think that connects to something else you mentioned that I thought was really important where you said, if I'm stressed and like living in that mode, I'm not capable of living the way God calls mm-hmm. me to. And I think that's convicting because I think sometimes I can feel like I'm a victim to my stress, right? Or whatever's on my plate. Mm -hmm. Um, But really what that's doing, you know, by giving into that, I feel like I'm giving into the distraction. Um, And then instead of using those things that God's put in my life, you know, whether it be work, Mm -hmm. friends, family, you know, whatever's on my plate. Instead of those using those things to honor God, I'm actually using those things to distract, you know, (laughs) and I think Satan actually tries to do that, you know, take these good things that God gave us, right? Mm -hmm. And when we make those the focus, you know, I can start idolizing those things over just, you know, and, you know, it's interesting that you mentioned, like, you're at a busier time in your life than you've ever been, Mm -hmm. and you're probably more tired than you've ever been, but how you're saying it's so important to make time for God. Um, reading, praying, doing whatever you need to do, listening to podcasts on the way to work or whatever. Yeah. Um, what, why is that so important to you? Cause I think there's a lot of people out there that might think like, I am so stressed out. I am too busy to mm-hmm. add in one more thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously you're seeing that this is what's most important. So, mm-hmm. so maybe you could talk a little bit more about that too. Yeah, I would love to. And, and I'm going to go back really fast to what you're saying about how to you know, the distraction piece. It's funny because you gave me a book probably two years ago about the power of no. And you, you have taught me how to, how to say no to certain things in order to make what are priorities, priorities. And Mm. I think being able to have a community of friends, wherever that is for, for someone to have people that you can share your life with and where you're at and that people can share those resources too. Right, so right. I think that that's amazing. Um, but back to your question, as far as daily time with God, I, I do think that there is a misconception that I can't make time for one other thing because otherwise I'm just going to break. Right. And I've totally had that thought before, but what I realized that is that if I don't make time for this thing in particular, everything will continue to fall apart. Exactly. Um, and where I've been really challenged is like, oh my gosh, I'm exhausted. I'm so tired. I can't set my alarm clock for 30 minutes early. Like, there's no way. Like right. I need that sleep. But it's pretty amazing how when I am feeling at that point, feeling at that point, and I do it one day to be like, okay, God, not that I'm testing him, but like, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to try to do this. I'm going to try to set it 30 minutes earlier. I wake up with more energy or I wake up mm-hmm. with like a little extra pep in my step and, mm-hmm. and I sit down and, and maybe it's that one scripture that, um, that pops out at me. And, and some days I'll be honest, I'll sit at my Bible and I'm like, okay, I'm like, I'm not feeling super connected. And so then I'll get in my car and I'm like, no, let's try some worship music this morning. Right. And then I'll, and then I'll just keep fighting. And there was a woman that shared with me, she was like, I won't leave my Bible or won't leave that moment until I walk away feeling connected to God. And I think that's the biggest thing I've been fighting for is, okay, how am I going to connect with him? It mm-hmm. doesn't, it's not going to be traditional. It's going to not going to be right. traditional. Let me sit down and pray or sit down and read, mm-hmm. but really taking God with me throughout my day. If I'm starting to idolize myself or if I'm starting to idolize my work in those moments, mm-hmm. stopping and reading a scripture on my break or actually, um, um, my mother-in-law and her best friend shared with me 
okay, like she has these daily Bible verses that pop up and she set them throughout different hours of her day so that whatever she's doing, she'll get a notification and she'll stop and she'll read it. Mm-hmm. And that has been super, super helpful with me so that it's not just in the morning, but it's a connection throughout the entire day. I love that. Kind of like allowing the Holy Spirit to interrupt. Yeah, you know, exactly, exactly. Whatever we think we have going on that's <laughs> yeah. so important. Um, but I do think this is such a message of encouragement because there, you know, you mentioned that peace means wholeness. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something that all of us deeply crave and really want from God. I think all of us experience that at different pieces, you know, pieces of our life. But I do think there's these moments where we've got a lot on our plate and it's all good and we love it and it's from God, but we can start, you know, getting distracted or lose focus from what's most important. So thank you so much for your time and your lesson. It was really encouraging. And uh, thank you so much to everybody who tuned into the podcast today. Our hope is that it just really encouraged all of you as well. Yeah, we appreciate you guys listening and we'll catch you next time. (laughs) 